Welcome to the podcast. This is a space where we tap into our truth, our essence, where we go to the depths within to seek our wounding and find a way to transmute it. These conversations will not only set ourselves up for amazing changes within our lives, but will also allow us to hold space for those around us. I believe that through these conversations, we will start to heal the feminine and tap into our divine essence. And then we will be able to hold space for the divine masculine, calling them up to a greater version of themselves. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. I am so excited to share something I came across with you today. It's actually a poem from Emery Hall. She's at Emery Hall on Instagram. And this poem just spoke to where I'm at right now, so many pieces and parts of me. And so I'd love to share it with you here and have a little conversation about it. The poem goes like this. Make peace with all the women you once were. Lay flowers at their feet. Offer them incense and honey and forgiveness. Honor them and give them your silence. Listen. Bless them and let them be. For they are the bones of the temple you sit in now. For they are the rivers of wisdom leading you toward the sea. And then at the very end, she says, I have been a thousand different women. And I could not feel each one of these words more than I do right now. I am currently going through a process of letting go, letting go of old stories, old thoughts, old beliefs, some relationships, and previous versions of myself. This morning before recording this, I was in a deep release, which for me looked like a lot of crying, and I could just feel parts of me falling away. And I had this notion of like buying flowers, being thankful, and really like having a funeral for these parts of me. And that might might sound odd, although I don't think so for those of you that are listening. But how many times have we allowed ourselves to just mourn parts of us? How many times or how much space do we actually give to grieving relationships, grieving ideas, grieving dreams of the future, grieving things that we thought were going to be a reality that just aren't? You know, this is not something that I don't even know if this would have been a part of me maybe a year ago, maybe a year maybe a year ago, but not two years ago. 
not giving myself space, you know, for so long, I didn't look to celebrate. I didn't look to grieve old parts. It was like, okay, great. Yep. On to the next. Okay, great. Yep. On to the next, regardless of what it was, whether it felt challenging or if it felt really blissful, it was always looking forward to the next thing the next evolution, the next goal, the next place to go, never really honoring the moment. And in this season of my life, there's a lot of honoring. There's a lot of sitting. There's a lot of contemplating. There have been spaces and pockets of time that have literally been created in my life that no matter what I try to do, it's like the more I try to do, the more I try to take action, the more I'm in my trying energy, the more frustration comes, the more that things seem to not be working. And when I sit in those moments of complete surrender and allowing and just honoring where I'm at, it's like time then somehow speeds up. The information comes, the awareness comes, the understanding comes, the transition comes, the energy is transmuted or a new idea drops. All of a sudden, it's like magic. And there gets to be, I I really feel it's like in the honoring. It's in the honoring of these spaces. It's in the honoring of the versions of us that came before I recently had an experience where I was meditating and I could feel my teenage self. I could feel her. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than that. I could just feel her presence. I could feel her there. And I could then see, uh, I'm very visual when I meditate. Um, Lots of visualizations come in. It often comes with a lot of knowing or claircognizance. And I could see how this version of me, this teenage version of me that was unsure of herself and felt unworthy and shy and insecure was still making decisions in my life today. I could see it with a guy that I see on occasion. And there was this moment of just like sitting with her and thanking her thanking her for being present, thanking her for showing up. Thank you for doing all the things in all the ways that she did them that she felt were necessary and just honoring that point in time. And then what kind of came through in the meditation was like having a conversation about how that no longer has to be our reality. It was like a bringing, it was like the version of me now was bringing that version of me up to this mature understanding of how we could be in life, in relationship, in love, and just almost like allowing me to open up so that that version of me could feel the love, could feel the worthiness, could understand that the state that she was still in, the state that she was making decisions from are no longer our reality. And just allowing everything to transmute from there. 
what also came through after that while I was journaling was we don't need, you know, we don't need these parts of us to go away. We don't need these parts of us to die. We don't need these parts of us to no longer be present. They are always present in their evolution of us, in their memory. They are always available, but they don't need to be running the show. And so this poem where she talks about all of the versions of herself, you know, the bones of the temple that she sits in now, there is so much love, compassion, and honoring for the parts that came before in this poem. And I sit here now in reflection and thinking of where I've come to and the gratitude that I've come to for all of these parts of me. But this has been an evolution of of the last two years. I didn't before have gratitude for all of my parts. I shunned many parts of me away. I wanted to lock them up, you know, in a box with... um, a lock on it, a key, a chain, throw it in the depths of the ocean, never look at it again. But what I realized is that in that, I was reaffirming, I was reinforcing the feelings of abandonment. I was reinforcing the feelings of not enoughness. I was reinforcing the feelings of I'm too much or no one can handle me because I wasn't willing to handle me. So when I opened Pandora's box to look at all of the things inside of me, to look at all of the versions past, and it was not easy. Even as I say this now, there's so much sadness. There's so much grief of the the shame, the guilt, and the way that I shut out versions of me for so long. And I know for a lot of you, this might be true. But my invitation to you is where can we honor all of those parts? Where can we love the destructive aspect of ourselves? Where can we love the one that's a little funny and quirky? Where can we love the inner nerd? Where can we love the one who's a little bit shy, but also wants to be the center of attention? Where can we love all aspects of ourselves and let each one or part of us come to play, at least be seen for us first? In my experience, doing this, allowing all versions of myself to come to the table, allowing myself to see, honor, respect, and have compassion for every aspect and version of me that has come before has transmuted so much in my life. And it has allowed me to break down the feeling of shame 
for those versions that I had in the past. I am no longer those women, but those women were necessary or were a part. I don't know if they were all necessary. They were a part of my becoming. They're a part of my story. They are a part of my reality. And just like the woman I am today, and just like the one that's in the becoming, that's coming through me now, that's being built in every single moment, in every single day, each one has so much value. I hope that this has encouraged you to just know you're not alone, to just sit with parts of you and help transmute some of the energy, some of the feeling, some of the the stagnation, some of the pain that you have been allowing to come with you through all of the different versions. Can we just transmute that? Can we let it back to the light? Can we offer ourselves a new way moving forward where every single part of us gets to play? I hope for you, for past versions of you, and for future versions of you, there is a moment, a celebration, an honoring of every woman you were before this. This episode is brought to you by the Sisterhood Dinner Series. The Sisterhood Dinner Series is for entrepreneurial women, women in business, women that are successful in many aspects of their life and are just looking for support and community. This is not a networking event. We host these dinners and spaces for women like ourselves, like Laura and I, to meet other like-minded hearts and souls, to discuss what is happening in our lives. There is so much that happens beyond business that we often need support in, and this is the space to have those conversations with people who get it. So far, we've held dinners to talk about judgments, self-acceptance, the relationship we hold with ourselves and others. And this January, we will be talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness has been such a huge piece in my healing journey. I will take you through my forgiveness practice that I use throughout the year in order to let go and release anything that is ready to be changed or transmuted, how to extract the wisdom from those moments to really notice when something is ready to fully be let go or to start to peel back the layers working towards forgiveness, forgiveness for others and forgiveness for self. This is big. (laughs) We do these dinners in intimate private spaces so that we can actually open up and have these conversations. If you are ready, if this is something you feel very called to, please join us this January 19th. Thank you for listening. It is my absolute honor, pleasure to hold these conversations. 
to have a space for these transmissions to come through. It is my belief that through these conversations, we start to heal ourselves and send ripples out into the world. I know you are ready for this. I know the world is ready for this. If you are already thinking of someone else who needs to hear this podcast, I would be absolutely honored for you to share it. And if we're not already friends on Instagram, please come find me at Exponential Alchemy. I will see you soon.